Welcome everybody to the Halacha podcast, which I talk about some interesting little known halachas and the sources behind them. I'd like to talk today about the idea of the Asaras Yemei Tshuva, sorry Yemei Tshuva, the 10 days of repentance between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We know Rosh Hashanah falls on the first day of Tishrei, Yom Kippur falls on the 10th day of Tishrei. Those days are called the 10 days of repentance. The rabbis tell us in the passage in Yeshaya, that you should seek out the Almighty when He makes Himself close to us, when He makes Himself available to us. When is that, the Talmud says? During these 10 days of repentance. And during that, for the Seres Mechuva, are days, they're unique days, special days. The rabbis talk about the concept, the Rizal says, that they're actually, outside from the two days Rosh Hashanah and the day of Yom Kippur, there are seven days, representing the seven days of the week. And each day of the week of these 10 days of repentance, a person has the capability of being able to atone for all the, that day of the past year. So for example, the first Sunday of the 10th day of repent, 10 days of repentance, the person has the capability of atoning for all the Sundays of the past year. And on Monday, all the Mondays of the past year, etc. Now let's talk about some of the ideas during the Seres Mechuva, first of all. The day after Rosh Hashanah is called Tzom Gedalia, the fast of Gedalia. The fast of Gedalia, historically, refers to the death of the governor of Yerushalayim after the destruction of the first base of Migdash. You will recall the first base of Migdash was destroyed in Tishabu. After the base of Migdash was destroyed, Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of Babel, appointed Gedalia, who was like a, one of the great Jews, of the one Jewish leaders at the time, to be able to, to keep the Jewish community intact in Yerushalayim, outside of people that had already been banished to Golas, to exile, to, to Bovel, and they should make, he should make sure that they'll, that they'll be subservient to the, Roman, to the Babylonian government. And Galgalia took that responsibility pretty seriously, and many people came back and from, from different places in the exile, and they started, they started being able to attend to the land and take care of the land and being able to repopulate the land. The hope was that eventually, perhaps, if they would behave properly, to, to the Babylonian government. The Babylonian government wouldn't allow them to rebuild the base of Megdash even. Unfortunately, there are other Jews who are not happy about the appointment of Gedalia. As a matter of fact, a cousin of Gedalia, whose name was Nisanel, Yishmael ben Nisanel, Netanya, Yishmael ben Netanya was jealous of the appointment of, of Gedalia. And it was put up actually by the king of Ammon to try to assassinate Gedalia. It was actually, in, they actually informed Gedalia to be careful that there, his that the Jews, some of the Jews, were not friendly to him, and they were trying to they were after his life. Oh, Gedalia was a righteous person, but mistaken. He felt that it was lashon hara, it was slandered, speaking about a fellow Jew like that, and therefore he didn't want to take any precautionary measures. And therefore, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it says Yishmael ben Atanya came and assassinated Gedalia. And that pretty much, for all practical purposes, was the end of the Jewish establishment in, in Eretz Yisrael. Shortly after that, the Jews escaped to Mitzrayim, to Egypt, and they, that's where they remained. And even throughout the Second Temple period, the majority of the Jewish people never came back to Eretz Yisrael. The reason why the, we marked the assassination of Gedalia on the day after Rosh Hashanah, technically it should have been on the day that he was assassinated, but we can't fast on Rosh Hashanah itself. Therefore, they ordained it to be the, the third day of Tishri, the day after Rosh Hashanah. 
The reason why Gedalia's assassination is marked more than anybody else is a little bit of an emphasis on the concept of tshuva. These 10 days of repentance are supposed to allow us to focus on tshuva, on repentance, and atonement, and preparation for the upcoming year. And here we see that Tisha B'Av was like a month and a half before. And this is the day on Rosh Hashanah, the day of Rosh Hashanah, the day of judgment. They when a person should be focused on tshuva and the upcoming year, and instead, pettiness took the place. And here of Nishmal Benatanya was a fellow Jew. And it, it was actually was a distinguished Jew for that matter. And he let pettiness get in the way. And rather than taking the Yom Tovim seriously, he goes and assassinates Gedaliah. The purpose of the fast is therefore to show us that if a person does not take heed and does not say, take the whole idea seriously of repentance and preparation for Yom Kippur, that what a person is capable of falling to, the levels that a person is capable of slipping to. That's the idea of, of the Tzom Gedalia. The Abbas tell us during the Sarasim a person should be more stringent than usual regarding different types of halachas, things that he may not necessarily be very careful about the rest of the year, perhaps rightfully or wrongfully. Sometimes, obviously, a person knows the things that I, I'm not careful about. They should try to make an extra effort to be more careful about them during the tendency of repentance. Again, since it serves as atonement for the rest of the year, you want to make sure to get by as perfect as possible. But even things that halakhically may not necessarily be required the rest of the year. The example given the Shulchan is paspalter, the bread baked by a non-Jew. At one point in time, the rabbis wanted to prohibit the bread baked by a non-Jew because in order to limit the fraternization and prevent intermarriage between Jews and non-Jews. But they realized, though, that it was very difficult. Bread is a staple, and therefore they never really prohibited it outright. So nevertheless, during a Sarasim a person should be stringent and only eat pas Yisrael, bread baked by a Jew, or at least bait that was supervised by a Jew. And we try to be careful about that during these days of a Sarasim so that, the reason I'll be here again is because you want to be careful, you want to try to make sure that we'll be able to get through these days as perfect as possible in a manner, in a way that we should be able to be judged come Yom Kippur as with the market improvement, even if it's something that we know we can't keep after Yom Kippur. And it's, it might seem like we're playing a game over here. Yeah, what do you think we're trying to fool God? That we're doing a 10 days of repentance, we're, we're, we're paying a different person, and then afterwards we'll go back to the way it was before. But it's not like that. It's, it's something that we understand, we know, and we understand that Hashem understands that we may not be capable or we're not able at this point in time to be able to be stringent about certain things throughout the rest of the year. But we, want make, we want to make an exerted effort, at least during this time, to show what our aspirations are, to show what we're, what we're striving to achieve, what we're striving to hold. And that itself is a way of achieving forgiveness too. There are several things the rabbis tell us ways to attain, obtain forgiveness that a person should be careful during these days of a Juva. One of them, of course, is the idea of asking our friends for forgiveness. In other words, the Gemara tells us that although Yom Kippur is a day of atonement, that only works for sins between man and God. Sins between man and man, God says he cannot forgive them until we ask forgiveness from our fellow human being. Therefore, it's important to try to make amends with anybody that we might have harmed or insulted or hurt over the past year. The other thing is, Sefer Haredim brings down a few things also that the rabbis tell us that a person can earn forgiveness of one's sins. One of them is a person that answers Yehoshmi Rabbah during the Kaddish, Bechol Kolk with all of his strength, which could be both, commentaries say, mean loud and it might be also with concentration. 
When a person answers, Yeshmer Abba, may Hashem, your name be blessed forever and ever. With all of his strength, Hashem forgives his sins. The Talmud says also that a person is careful to observe the Shabbos. Even if he worship idols, Hashem is willing to forgive him. Shabbos represents the idea of acceptance of Hashem and Hashem's mastery and control over the world. The opposite antithesis of idolatry. That when a person observes Shabbos properly and he shows he recognizes Hashem's mastery and control over the world, Hashem says he wants to forgive that person from all their sins. Another thing the Talmud tells us, Mishdibur brings down too, if a person says, Oz Yashir, the song of the sea, which is part of the Prasukit Zimra, what they say every morning. A person says the Oz Yashir with a feeling of joy, as if he himself were crossing the sea, Hashem forgives all of that person's sins too. Now, the reason for that is because the joy in the service of Hashem is so great, Hashem appreciates and shows, and he shows his appreciation of the joy and the simcha that we have in being able to serve him by forgiving all of our sins. And the last thing the rabbis tell us also is that a person is willing to be forgiving of others. He doesn't respond to insults or to jeering or mockery. He's willing to just keep bites his tongue and he doesn't doesn't respond. He's willing to be he's willing to be for he's willing to be overlook other people's other people's inadequacies and their their their, their misdeeds to him. So Hashem says measure for measure, if you're willing to overlook the misdeeds of others, I too will be willing to overlook your misdeeds too and forgive your sins too. These are a few examples of things the rabbis tell us that a person can achieve forgiveness, and therefore these are things that a person should be careful to try to fulfill during the 10 days of repentance, during the Sarasimei Tshuva. Have a nice week, everybody. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.